Okay, we are recording as of now. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome to the Content Cube. I'm Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosier. And I'm Zach Hohenstein. And we have middling album fever, baby. That's right. Childish Gambino just dropped, what's it called, guys? Um, March 13th, March 15th. Um, I'm pulling up my Apple Music. It is called uh, okay, so- 31520. So yeah, what did you guys think of this one? I, I mean, we're, we're still in quarantine. Hey guys, update, we're still fucking in quarantine. I'm on my last roll of toilet paper. Check my Twitter for updates on that. Um, we, I listened to Childish Gambino because I have run out of things to do. Uh, what did you think, Ryan? Um, so I thought it was uh, it was fine <laughs> as fuck, you know? And I don't mean fine like I'm, like I'm a cat calling a woman. I mean fine... <laughs> It was fine, you know, <laughs> solid seven, six. I don't know. It, it, it seemed to want to do that thing that like Untitled Unmastered did, where it's like, hey, isn't this shit kind of weird and broken? None of the names, none of the track listing is a real name, except for like two of them for some reason. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you seem to have done that, but the music wasn't really interesting in that way. You know what I mean? The track names bug me. Because why did you name the first one 000, which makes sense, but then you do algorithm and then time, and then you jump back to the numbers, even though one of your songs already previously was a single, why wouldn't you name that one the name of the single? I. The numbers are time codes for the song. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And, you know, was... Was Feels Like Summer just the same exact song as a different name, or was the mixing different? I heard it was a different mix, but I couldn't, like, it wasn't, like, something that stuck out to me really strongly. Some stuff seemed a little louder for me, but I didn't know if that was just my uh, quarantine brain (laughs) um, looking for something different in my gray life. Uh, You know, I mean, were people expecting a Gambino album? No. No, this was kind of news. I mean, there was, like, a countdown on his website a few days before, and then it, like, posted for, like few hours and then got taken off but it yeah. wasn't like oh yeah he oh, was there's like definitely a gambino album coming soon there was nothing like yeah. that i don't uh, the lead up to this was weird because it's named 31520 because yeah on march 15th he did where he live streamed it for like 12 hours and you couldn't choose where you were at you just hopped in wherever and then it also had like an image it had a cool in my opinion a cool piece of artwork and then people were allowed to type in titles and i figured he was crowdsourcing title names and then was going to use a crowdsourced title name and have the image of all the people on the album cover. But instead he chose a, a blank and off-white square and named his album the day he did the live stream. Which I don't understand. I don't quite understand the creative idea behind it. It doesn't seem to mean anything. Yeah, I mean, the Beatles already did the white square album cover. <laughs> yeah. So he's a little late on that one. And um, I mean, I mean this, this one's better. But I just don't... <laughs> I, so, you know, like this, uh, I'm kind of will an I idiot. Let, will I let that go? I, I don't know. Do I, do I engage? Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I can't I'll, speak to all that. All things must pass. All things must pass. I'll let it go. Listen, listen Zach, I'm just kidding. I can't really speak to it. Never heard the white album. Um, so like, I, I'm not a big music guy and maybe this is all some artistic statement. And, you I, know, I do sound like an idiot right now, <laughs> but it just didn't really vibe with me it didn't resonate you know like I, there, there was nothing interesting about it to me i i get interesting to me but i, yeah, I, I think get what you mean 
I mean, the rollout is interesting. The way uh, the track list is bullshit is interesting. The way there's no art is interesting. But the <laughs> yeah, music itself, hate, I'm I like... I hate those things. I hate those things. Like, like, I don't hate it. I'm just like, oh, it's something. But the music itself no, I, is no, like... No, I'll say it. I hate it. No, I hate, I, hate the, I hate the cover. I hate the rollout. I hate the track names. I feel like I'd be able to connect with each track better if they had actual names. Like... For some reason, this artist since the beginning of time have been naming their songs, and I guess Gambino figured out that that's just a waste of time. That's He's just, trying that's something not, that's new. Not Zach, it. not uh, worth it. At your next party, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, Zach, can you bang 3222, my favorite song?" <laughs> 32 minutes, 22 seconds. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the uh, only one, the only one I'm banging is like 3531. Uh, that one, ooh, that's a cute one. I love. I like the last one. Yeah, is that the one where <laughs> oh, you talked about? It kind of sounded like Takashi six <laughs> nine, uh, yeah. for a sec there. Uh, can someone confirm or deny whether or not he did sample him? Because uh, the resemblance was uncanny for a split ten seconds there. I will I will give a quick Google of fifty three minutes and forty nine seconds sampled. I um, fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with you, Zach. Until he like outright tells me what the purpose of the naming was, um. I think it's lame. I think it's dumb and doesn't have a purpose. I do agree. I think the album's interesting. I would say if I had to sway, but like choose, was I positive about this? Was I negative about this? I'd say I was positive. I think it is very much a, a vibe album. If you're in a certain kind of mood, it uh it can work, and I can see it resonating with people as it evidently has, as it has like an 89 on Metacritic. Uh, uh, it it uh it resonated with with someone. The Guardian, oh, I know, gave it five out of five stars. I. And I get, I get how it could, but I don't quite see the cohesive theme or idea. And I think Gambino is, or uh, Donald Glover's extremely talented in a lot of ways. I think he's a phenomenal voice and has a lot of interesting things to say, though I don't think he quite knows how to do that in music form. This Is America is only really powerful because of the music video. The lyrics kind of suck, and the lyrics on this album also kind of suck. They're not they're not bad throughout. There are some songs with highlights, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's I think he does have a knack for like a really like cool melody and stuff. Yeah. His voice kind of complements it really well. Uh I mean, you have you listened to Because the Internet? Yeah. That that he that's like his main like rap album. Oh man, yeah. that's a, I mean that one's cool and experimental and it's got a lot of really highlight tracks and stuff. Uh the one before that kind of sucks, Camp. I mean it's it's definitely definitely matured for the better from that one, but <laughs> And then Awaken My Love is like so different. And uh, I really enjoy that one uh, just for what almost, if anything, just for what it is. It's like that, it's got like a 70s, like, like soul, like type feel. And it's really um, just to hear that like type of album have success today is like, uh, I think, I mean, it's cool that, that, that can still, like people can still appreciate something uh different today like that and it like can find that mainstream success like with redbone yeah like everyone everyone loves redbone like it's like it just classic i know brian brian will hate this statement (laughs) but it is an objectively good song i Uh, mean no such thing but i love redbone it's a great song Uh, that that was on rotation for me when it came out it is that song is awesome because it will weirdly go down to history as i think like if you play it most everyone around our age probably spanning up five years and down a couple will know and be like oh yeah i know that song um that was just a 
gargantuan and, mammoth of a and song. And then even the first song on that album, Me and Your Mama, which was the song other single, awesome. his, his the, the voice and the guitar used in that is phenomenal. I think what I love about him is, and this is most artists I listen to, if you have personality when you sing and when you rap, etc., I immediately enjoy your music because I at least can tell you're you're having right, that, fun and you're. That's a great way to describe it because yeah. like a lot of artists like I can't connect with it because I feel like I'm not getting a personality from you. I can't connect with the personality even if I don't remember all the lyrics. Like I can read a personality yeah. from a song, then I have a better chance of enjoying it. Um, I mean, maybe that's part of why like I, I got texts from my friends like, "Oh man, the Twenty One Savage verse on this uh, Gambino album, I loved it." I'm like, I just, I I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like 21 yeah, Savage. It was that fine. Much. And just a lot of it, just his delivery. Just, I mean, I, I guess he's got a, a, a distinct style, but that distinct style doesn't really seem like it doesn't stand out to me. It's just like a personality, like not a strong personality enough for me to connect with it. Cause the lyrics, uh, it's not like none of it seemed that impressive to me. And if it's not impressive, then you got to like do something else to stand out for me to like, remember it. And it's just not memorable to me at all. So like, actually like a lot of the, the ones, like 12 that's 1238 uh and like my friends really liked that one that we were talking about in the group chat and i was like that might have been like not my least favorite but like definitely bottom two or three on the album i i like that one up until the 21 savage verse and then i liked or and then i liked the part after but yeah i'll be he was he was the weak part of the song for me the other ones and again i'll be honest i'm kind of guessing because i wasn't smart like brian and screenshotted the songs that i like i think 2419 i think that's the longest song uh, song in the album and i think i liked most of it and then the last song i think is really good and i thought the opening three songs i enjoyed but i thought the middle was was kind of lacking what did what songs brian did you take a screenshot of and like now i don't it took me a while to find these i was looking at my phone for hey just to just to double check are you recording yeah sorry i got the fear you know no, I, I got good. the fear uh so I, I i had trouble finding these because all the screenshots are just a white image so it, it didn't really draw me to them uh, but twelve thirty eight, nineteen ten, forty two twenty six, and fifty three forty nine. I don't remember what any of these are, um, <laughs> except for the last one. I liked the energy in that one, uh, and I liked the first long one. I guess I can confirm that twenty four nineteen is a banger. I do, I do know that one is okay. very good. That was probably uh, the one. Yeah, that I was talking about. Um, or was it nineteen ten? Which one did you say? I actually? don't know. I oh, fucking shit. hate this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> 1910 so is a banger. That's the one I was thinking of. Dude, 19, I also it's my favorite year, too. <laughs> I have two questions to bring up. Wow. One, because of the weird release of this album, do you think we're ever going to get like an interview that he... Because I want to know if he like was planned, like, okay, I'm sitting down in the studio for a month and we're making this album, or if this album was made over a very long period of time because it all transitions that would be my guess it all transitions into one another but only because he adds a minute to the end of songs with weird noises so that it transitions yeah. profitably <laughs> i love weird noises i do uh, I, I guess that is what the time code thing is going for i huh? mean yeah 42 26 is feels like summer and that song what came out over a year ago now right yeah yeah it had to uh so i mean that's the only song we knew before the album came out and like that was a, a year ago, one. so the the album it has a date on it, <laughs> and you look at it and you're like, oh, this is like cutting it. This is supposed to be like cutting edge shit. Like this is like in the moment, but it's like, well, no, because the date was like five days ago when you streamed it, and I guess that's cutting edge. But also, one of the songs is like six months old, <laughs> twelve like twelve months old. This so I'm just like, I, I just you know what, I'm convinced the only reason 
this was not released as just a single like 53 minute song is because streaming <laughs> and you get money for straight. Like, I'm pretty sure that like, cause he's going for the time code thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he just wanted to release this as like a single track. And then it's like, well, well, we won't get any streaming bucks from it, it if you only do one track. It reminds me a and lot. I, I just before Blonde was released, Frank Ocean released Endless, which is like the visual album that was made up of songs that were mostly unfinished but were still pretty good because it was Frank Ocean. And this reminds me like he was trying to go for that same vibe, except it's not a visual album. It's just runs I've all the way through. I've never seen a less visual album. I can't, I can't imagine a less <laughs> visual album than this one. <laughs> Just white. There's <laughs> not even any words unvisual. to read. Bafflingly unvisual. And then um, my second question was, uh, after he released Awaken My Love, he said he was going to release only one last album under the Childish Gambino moniker. Do you think he's done? Do you think this is it? I, I guess this is it. It kind of kind of seems like he's kind of done. Um, well. I think, I mean, I mean, I, okay. I haven't really stated definitively yet. Uh, I do like the album. Um, I think I, I mean, I've listened to it two and a half times now um since in the day and a half that it's been out um there are definitely some tracks that like stand out to me again wish they had names um but I, i'm starting to learn which numbers are the numbers that make me happy when i see them um and so uh yeah it's gonna grow i'm sure it's one that's gonna keep growing on me because i did like it more even more the second time so i'm assuming that's that trend's gonna continue um I mean, I like, did you guys remember which one 3531 was? It's kind of like the really cute one, like kind of no. like almost like a beach ukulele theme. And it kind of repeats the same melody over and over yeah, again. Yeah. I, I really like that one. Might have gone on a little too long because it's just very repetitive. But uh, I was a fan of that one. And the last one, like you guys were saying, 5349. Um, and then 1910 is also a very good one to me. And so, I mean, I liked most of the tracks. There's definitely two or three duds in there for me. But overall, it's it's a solid album. I just think his last two are probably better, but then again, it's only been out a day and a half, so my opinion on these things things are subject to change uh, after more than thirty six hours or whatever it's been. You, you got to run it through the. You got to run the. You got to run the numbers. Got to run the science. Find out if it's, what its subjective gotta, opinion is. You know, you right. got to find out if it's objectively <laughs> right. good. Uh, Zach brought this up. D Brian, do you experience? <laughs> you got to math this out. Brian, do you experience the same thing? At least I do with music. Like if I just listen to something multiple times, inevitably I will like it or at least appreciate it more. Wrong. Um, that, that's kind of like a Stockholm syndrome thing, I get. I, I mean, the more you listen I mean, to something, the more you appreciate it and understand different parts of it for sure. I don't know if you'll part. like it. I mean, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I have found that to be true with a lot of music, like Radiohead. There is just music that's built to be listened to multiple times to appreciate. Radiohead is like that. Uh, and then you'll also find like, oh, mate, then one argument would be like, why do you have to make music that you have to listen to multiple times to like? And well, it's like, well, also at the same time. Um, once you do appreciate it, I feel like I like those songs more than I would like a generic pop song. You pretty much get the gist of it the first time you hear it. You either like it or you don't, you know, because but there are other songs that like you kind of have to, you know, get used. You got to get the lyrics. You got to like, uh, yeah, kind of understand the melody, like the instrumentation, like the tone of it, what it's going for. I sound like I'm talking out of my ass right now. And <laughs> no, I am, you're making kinda, sense. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm not I'm not trying to make something up here. It's like an actual thing I've thought about. I just don't know how to like phrase it. But um yeah, I mean, there's some music like that, and then other music that you kind of just, the first time you hear it, you kind of know whether or not you like it or not. Um, this was kind of, 
uh, more towards the former for me. I mean, I feel like I will. It is kind of odd. And then at the same time, I don't remember which songs I like at times because I don't remember the numbers. So I got it. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, hard to talk uh, it's, about. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's a very hard album to talk about. Um, so that's kind of like what my dilemma is with it. Like, I'm sure it's just hard to state a final opinion on it right now, just with how out there it kind of seems to me. But, you know. I, yeah, overall, so, yeah, I'm a fan. That's my my current stance on it. There are other people who like it a lot more than me. Uh, for instance, I am in a group chat with a roommate of mine, and um, is this the one? I mean, four of them, actually. Yes, it is the one roommate who often gets brought brought up. Um, four group chats with this man. I woke up. Um, see what's today? Monday. I woke up Sunday morning with uh, four four uh, messages from him and four different group chats all of the group chats with the same message all in caps gambino dropped and then one more under that a classic <laughs> <laughs> it's is he, it? and then he texted me personally i will i so four snapchat group chats and then a, a personal text to me uh let me let me tell, pull up exactly Did it what say, he said gambino dropped a well, classic it's just so it's a just classic. so him what he said to me uh, Did he call it album of the year? Because I feel like that's what he this was going to. This is what he said. 8.45 a.m. yesterday. Text from A.H. are his initials. <laughs> this this is Gambino's Yeezus. A classic. Huh. Okay. Uh, what, what, A.H. 8.45? 8.45 in the a.m. Does he yeah, wake he up at like 8? Music. He knew the album was coming out. He set his alarm, I'm sure. And so. <laughs> well, no, it came out at like 2 a.m. Well, he doesn't so that's stay weird. up late. At all. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I mean, he was um, over the night before, along with a couple other friends, uh, to watch Kill Bill, because um, they hadn't seen Kill Bill 1 and 2, and that was that's always a privilege. But yeah, the whole night, he was just checking that countdown, as if time had sped up. Um, and it's just like, dude, you know when it's coming out. You know when it's coming out. It's the time, <laughs> the time it won't change, you know? It's not Kanye we're dealing with. It's, it's going to come out <laughs> when the countdown runs out. Until then, you just don't don't worry about it. But he just he had already decided it was a classic before it came out, um, <laughs> and so that's just the reality of it. Um, but yeah, I gave it. A, I'm usually skeptical when he says some dumb shit like that. But um, <laughs> it was not a classic. But yeah, I did actually like it. Um, and a classic. I'm excited to keep listening to it. Hopefully, he. Um, goes back and just changes the names on spotify <laughs> i'd be fine with that <laughs> usually i don't like going back and altering what you've already put out i'll make an exception for this one because that's just realizing what you did was fucking stupid so <laughs> i would like some names leave the album cover white if you want maybe these kids today don't know about the beatles aka brian it's fine you'll get away with it but please just give titles to the tracks so i can i, I can like connect with what i'm listening to like okay that's that one that's that one Instead of having to memorize four-digit number, like, just track titles. It's stupid. I wish you would have broke it down by milliseconds, too. Would have <laughs> added a couple more numbers. If anything, just, like, call it the first one, the second one. The <laughs> like, I, could, I would like that more. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think it was supposed to be one track, you know? <laughs> that's, that would make sense. But... Hey, so are we done? Are we done with this one, yeah, guys? Yeah, move on from Gambino. Speaking, yeah, I don't have nearly as much to say about the next one. Okay, I, you know, I was gonna use a transition, but I'll tell you guys what it was in a little bit because I do think the weekend is more relevant. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Um, Just in the order that we're talking about things. Uh, the weekend also dropped. After Hours. After Hours. I didn't listen to this hey, one. This one has a cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and track names. That's wow, one point out. Know? Yeah, I can talk about songs I like. Outlandish, bold, revolutionary idea from The weekend to actually name his songs. What did you get? Did you guys listen to it? I did. I did. Uh, I started it about an hour before we began recording. You can give your and whole opinion, it. Zach, and then I'll talk about it. Yep. Okay, so this is like pretty much an immediate reaction because uh, I just listened to it one time through right before we started recording, and I've never listened to a Weekend album all the way through before, and I've heard Weekend songs, and I like the songs I've heard, but like I've never like taken the time to listen to a whole album all the way through. Um, Good. <laughs> it was good. Uh, yeah, there was a few tracks. There was never a track where I'm like, this is stupid or this is bad. Like I like that actually happened a couple times on the Gambino album, <laughs> but that never happened on this one. Um, but also I found my, I find that I added about the same number of tracks as the Gambino one. It's just the ones I didn't add on the Gambino one were like more outlandishly, not my thing than this one. Um, I think it's a good album. Uh, I added a, I, let's see i added a few before the album had started because like the singles like were already out so like what's that main one blinding light yeah uh great song phenomenal uh, song heartless i'm a fan of um was a big fan of the opening track on the album uh what was it called alone again yeah. big fan of that um so yeah overall good good album go go weekend i'll probably <laughs> go back and re-listen to some other weekend albums to get a better sense of who he is um but yep it's that's my thoughts. Good album. Uh, his vocals are pretty awesome. I like his style. It kind of feels like um, it, it's almost not quite over the top 80s, but you kind of get like an 80s synthy vibe from it. So, Zach, uh, to give you uh, a short, uh, a short answer to you said you want to go find out who The Weeknd is, listen to his other music. So, uh, I listen to, I've only listened to the second half of the album because it is 56 minutes long which right. I don't have, I didn't have the time to sit and listen to it all, especially because I don't have any homework to do right now. So, but I'm, I'm going to listen to the whole thing tomorrow. Um, I listened to the second half and the songs I liked were, uh, Blinding Lights is a phenomenal single. Um, and then I liked every song I heard after that. Um, I list, I started from Heartless, like Heartless, Loved Faith, uh, In Your Eyes, I was a fan of. It is a really great sack solo at the end. Save Your Tears was right. fun. Um, and you're right, Zach, it is a very, uh, it's extremely 80s heavy because his previous stuff, uh, if I'm correct, My Dear Melancholy was an EP he released in 2018, which is kind of back to his, like, I'm... It's kind of sad, gloomy yeah, style. Yeah, sad. Uh, kind of haunting vocal yeah. style and stuff. Then, uh, that one has My Dear Melancholy, or that's that's the album name. That one has Call Out My Name. Um, I do know that one, that song. Starboy was more R&B with, it, it collaborated with Daft Punk. So R&B with a bit of what Daft Punk does and Beauty Behind the Madness was more, was, had, had a little more pop infused. I mean, it had Can't Feel My Face, which most people know, um, with a mix of what My Dear Melancholy is. But then this album, yeah, it goes heavy into the 80s synth sound. He had, if you didn't know, Zach, uh, the dude who made the music for Uncut Gems produced, I think, four songs on the album. Um, on this one or the, on the On After Hours. So, gotcha. yeah. Um, he worked with a couple other big types of glitzy 80s type 
producers. So I, I was a fan of what I've listened to. I'm actually really excited to listen to the rest of it, but that's about Again, it. Yeah. My initial reaction, just, I mean, not, not incredible, but you know, just a very above average, enjoyable. I'll now probably listen to a second time. And the ones that I add, I'm going to keep them on rotation. You know, they're cool, cool songs. I really liked in your eyes. That was one you mentioned, uh, save your tears was good. Um, and then yeah, blinding lights and heartless and, Hardest to Love was a good one on the first half of the album that I enjoyed. Um, but yeah, overall, solid. Probably about a 7, seven out of 10, maybe a 7.5 out of 10 for me. Kind of the same level as the Gambino one. I might, li- I might like the Gambino one a little more. Uh, but I, I, this one also gets points for naming the songs. So. I, either way, a, a better, a good week for music to drop as i don't think there's been too much this year so it's nice to have some stuff yeah, to listen not to, much in else these, to do in these boring uh, times <laughs> yeah such a boring time that's yet so exciting at the same time like in terms of not ex- exciting is not the right word so uh eventful eventful yeah brian you had that hot transition can you give it to us so now? fucking bored guys just my <laughs> life i'm not do. i don't move <laughs> My leg hurts because I don't move enough anymore. Can't leave the fucking apartment. Okay, so my really good uh, transition, uh, it was, um, so when we were saying, oh, some songs you got to listen to multiple times. Uh, Speaking of things that are made to be experienced multiple times, and it's not really perfect. Jake, Jake Three Houses, you still playing it? Hey, talk a little bit about that before we get into the game, the big game. The big big one of the week. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I played... What what would you call what is like the the prologue? I played the gaming prologue to the big event of the week. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses was the prologue, and I I do enjoy the game. Um, I'm bad at it, which mm-hmm. which kind of hurts. Um, I thought I played, and obviously this isn't the same exact type of game. I played Mario and Rabbids, the uh, strategy game, two years yeah. ago. I think it is now. I love that game. Game's fantastic. Um. And I played, I didn't even realize, I did have Fire Emblem on the DS, so I played the DS one and the Wii one, um, and I thought, I, I I mean, I was younger then, and I, I was good then. I don't know what changed. I guess I got older, I get, got worse with age, um, but I suck at battle. I was, I didn't lose the battle, but I lost a character, and I was like, this is like the first main mission, why am I losing someone? Are you playing on permadeath? Yeah, because I wanted to play the real way. And now Did you I, let him die? Well, then I rewound. Good. because You can go. Sorry. Just for clarification on what I believe the real way to Fire Emblem is, you play on permadeath, and then if you lose someone, you just reset. <laughs> and I, I understand that, but time-wise, especially knowing yeah. this game is like 50 hours long, and that's not putting... That's like mainlining it. Um, yeah. I, I know I don't have the time to restart a battle over and over and over. So I started doing the auto battle and then choosing like choosing a couple moves myself and then auto bat, auto battling some of the other people. Um, I enjoy this game a lot, but it has a lot going on, which I'm not used to. Not the type of game I usually play. I mean, you gotta you gotta keep track of every single character you're training, what you need to train them in, what items you need to have equipped or abilities, I guess equipped bracks there's just there's so much going on it overwhelms me yeah it's uh i I can see how it could be overwhelming i played uh the four fire emblem games prior to this awakening and then the three fates games so i guess i was a little bit more prepared but a lot of that stuff it is it can be overwhelming 
Yeah. But uh, you think you're going to stick it out? Bump well, it down to casual, Ken, if, I, if, if it's killing you. I probably will, but here's the thing. It, so have you heard of an app called GG, Brian? No. Have you heard of an app called Letterbox? Letterbox. Letterbox yeah. is the movie I app did. where you review movies and you rank them. GG's is the video games version. We have a video game one finally. I've been waiting months for this. Yes, yeah, so I don't watch movies, GGs, but I love the concept. I moved Fire Emblem from plain to shelved because a certain game came out this Oof. week that I did not expect to buy. But then let, let me give do you want to give a transition or can we go into it? No, I just go into okay, it. Okay, Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's 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 phenomenal. That's right, um, baby. So I wasn't planning on buying this game, but I'm gonna give Zach the story of how Zach and Brian the story of how this happened. My friend, my friend Curtis says, Hey, I'm gonna get Animal Crossing. My friend group, um, people that hang out all the time, there's like six dudes. He's the only one who was gonna buy it. And and then I was sitting there and I've been I was bored out of my mind on uh Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I was like, Hey, I need something to do. So Friday comes along, I buy it, I send a message in the chat, hey guys, Animal Crossing acquired. The next message, another one of my friends, Animal Crossing acquired. Another one of my friends, guess I have to buy it, Animal Crossing acquired. Every single person in my friend group ended up buying it, even though as of two days ago, there was only one person buying it. This game is addicting, it is, I have Animal Crossing fever, I love it. Yeah. I've been playing with so many of my friends from different groups. Zach, Zach, your mouth opened. I, I, I got, oh, you guys have been playing Animal Crossing? You guys have been playing Animal yeah. Crossing? I haven't noticed. <laughs> oh, man. These, yeah. I, these group chats, which used to be such a fun haven for me to discuss things, are now 99% talking about swapping bugs and visiting gardens and, and some shit. You should get it, Zach. Tom, Tom Nook coming for your kneecaps if you get in the debt. It's just... <laughs> Zach, you should get it. I now, Brian. Okay, video games for me these days are a sore subject. Um, <laughs> my PS4 was sitting in my box for a week after I got home, and I was been. I had been rejecting Fortnite squad up requests. My brother kept telling me to play God of War. I was just I was busy doing other things, and then when I finally decided I want to play some God of War yesterday, I had some free time. Realized I had left. Every single one of my video games, <laughs> Columbia, every single one. Um, Dude. Yeah. So, so I'm going to be going back <laughs> this week and collecting my things. <laughs> and uh, I hope I will come back with Animal Crossing. Games. Probably not Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing? <laughs> what a miraculous game. Because I see a lot of people. I see a lot of people say they're like, I don't I'm not into it. I don't really want to get into Animal Crossing. Because it's like, I, I, get, I play games to do things that I can't do in real life. And now that none of these motherfuckers can go outside, they're, they're getting their escapism in Animal Crossing. I'm playing with some, our friend Megan went out and bought a Switch to play Animal Crossing. I, I had it's a friend, um, she asked she asked for a Switch for her birthday and got Animal Crossing as well. Literally, there's, I would say there's been at least eight people on social media that I didn't even know new video games existed to then... <laughs> Like all of a sudden, a picture Animal Crossing, so excited to play, and I was like, "This is this is crazy." Apparently, the game has sold like three point five times what New Leaf sold on the 3DS, which yeah. is insane. Brian, what's your history with Animal Crossing? Uh, I played it on Wild World, um, and I used an action replay to fuck it 
um, and turned all the weeds on the ground into 69,000 bells. Uh, and I was very rich and I would time travel all the time. Time traveling in Animal Crossing. It, see, Animal Crossing is a game where you just kind of have a town and it goes by in real time, like with the days and st- t- stuff takes days to build or sh- and shit. And so I would skip time because I'm a child. Uh, and then I got New Leaf on the 3DS and it didn't hit because I'm like, oh, I'm going on a flight. Uh, get Animal Crossing, be a great flight game. Uh, and then I got it and it's like, <laughs> hey, here's a shovel. Come back tomorrow for the other tool. The, the other one of your five tools. Uh, well, and I'm like, no. So I didn't really play New Leaf. And this one I am, I'm in it. Oh, and I got also, see, I forget City Folk exists because it's like bad. Uh, the Wii one. It's the uh, only one I've ever. My brother uh, owned it when we were younger, and I watched him play it. But that was the only one I've ever watched or played. Maybe it's not bad. I just don't remember it at all. No, I think it was uh, bad. But I'm playing this one now, and I'm ta- I am doing the. Uh, I'm not. I'm not time skipping at all. No shame if you do. You know, time skipping. Play it how you want to play it. Just don't come to my town and say, "Man, you still have this." I'm like, "Yeah, no shit. I don't have the fucking museum, Leanna. You can't get it till tomorrow. It's impossible." uh but you know uh but so and you know i'm in it I, I understand how the stock market works now in animal crossing so i'm risking it all heck yeah uh, stock market in animal crossing i uh probably the funniest pun in the game <laughs> every time you catch a fish they give you a pun yeah zach if you uh, did, but, zach if you didn't know this game is full of puns lots yeah, a lot of lots of puns i i and i cannot stress this enough love puns <laughs> then zach you're gonna love this one Wow. So the stock market, right? Right. It's spelled it's spelled S T A L K because you're buying turnips. And you know oh who you buy God. them from? You know Ew. who you buy them from? Ew. Well, in this one, you buy it from her granddaughter Daisy May. But in the old one, Zach, you bought it from a boar named uh, Sow Jones. Oh my <laughs> God! Like the Dow Jones. Oh yes. my goodness! <laughs> um, wow, they don't and, pay those writers enough. <laughs> And the way it works is you can buy turnips and uh, the uh, the store, the store, the the shopkeeper will buy them for a different amount each day and uh, they'll rot at the end of the week. So I invested all of the money I had in Animal Crossing into that. And I've been spending the last several days on the uh, Animal Crossing turnip subreddit uh, refreshing, trying to because you can visit other people's towns and you can sell it at their prices. So I'm just refreshing, hoping to get into someone's town that has good stuff. You know, it's really consumed my life. Now that I can't move in real life, really, uh, it's very nice to be able to move freely in a video. I'm like, obviously, I'm still sad and disappointed with everything that's happening around us. But this game has filled a void. I I didn't expect to play this game because I don't I don't usually enjoy things that are endless where I know I can never really finish it that it's just going to keep going and going, where I'm never going to get to see and explore everything they have. But I've kind of come to the realization that it's okay that I won't finish everything and I just enjoy it while it's here and enjoy the time put into it. There is The escapism it allows is incredible. The, the fact that I could sit and fish for two hours and pick up weeds for two hours and I wasn't bored and I was enjoying myself is incredible. I think... This, the amount they dole out to you in the beginning is 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 nice. It's not too much. It's that not sounds really boring. It's, Picking it's, weeds and see, fishing for two hours? It, it what sounds, if I... It's not. It's really not boring, <laughs> Zach. I don't know how to tell you that it's actually the best thing to ever happen. Amazing. 
It's Zach. It's do you do you ever do you ever sit around and, and fish in in real life? No, because why would no, I need to? Fucking sucks. <laughs> Zach, if so I you're see... telling me it's 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 somehow now now it's exhilarating. Yes, Zach. Zach, Zach are you tell me you enjoy killing people in real life. No, it's a video <laughs> game, so it's fun. You but know? That's, that's the point because it's something that you can't do in real Zach, life. Zach, in real life, Zach, when you th- I can't go to. Okay, go ahead. Zach, when you throw a fishing pole, how long right. do you sit there? Hours. In Animal Crossing, you look at a shadow of a fish, you throw it, and then you catch it. It's and great. And you get it, and, and you pull it up, and you, you present it to your friends. I and feel like gratification cloud. isn't quite the same. It has Zach, to... it is an incredibly hard game to describe. I, I would like to touch on the, fr- the friends aspect of it, because Brian brought up the clapping. Yesterday, I visited my uh, first... First time I visited a friend's uh, island, I visited Toby's island. I caught a fish and he clapped for me. His yeah. little character clapped for me, <laughs> and it made me it made me smile and giggle. And I was like, "Wow, I love this game." <laughs> yeah, like it, he clapped for the, me. <laughs> it is a game about communication, you know. Because in right. the game, you cannot get a pole like a pole to get across the river until the second day. But oh, yeah. you can buy a recipe for it once you get it, so you can give it to your friends so they can get it earlier. It's like stuff like that. I'll go into the shop. Like, see, like, so, like, you can, like, trade things to people, like, your friends, like, I'll go into the shop, and I saw, um, I saw a protein bottle, like, a, a bottle, and like, a decoration, it was just, like, pro- it was protein powder and a shake, and I was like, hey, I don't want this, but I, I have a friend that does, so I'll, I'll buy it and mail it to them in the game, and then they can get it, and I can write a note, and I say, hey, thought of you, bud. <laughs> It's great. I love this one. Like so, every island randomized starts with a different fruit. I got cherries. My cherries only sell for not a ton of bells, but an okay amount of island. I bring them to Brian's island. They're foreign imports. They sell for hella bells, Zach. So many bells. And then he can take my apples, plant them on his island. Then he'll have apple trees, and those are still foreign imports. It's insane. He's making bank. (laughs) <laughs> Brian uh, and other people who are playing Animal Crossing, I think you'll appreciate this story. So in the group of my friends that all bought the game, I got cherries. Another of my friends got oranges. But the one tree we didn't have was pears. My friend restarted the game for three hours trying to get pears. <laughs> we li- at, at the three-hour mark, we told him, we're like, you need to stop. Like, just start the game. You're missing out. We want you to play with us. And he wouldn't do it. And eventually we had to make a bet. We're like, hey, if this happens, like you just have to do it. He had to settle. I think he ended up with peaches. I. That's funny because I went into this game uh, bloodlusted. I will not get pears. I will not settle <laughs> for pears. And, and, I, and, you know, when you start the game, it kind of does like a fly over the island. And I started it. And it does the flyover. Pears just turned off the game. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I will not, sir. I, so, Just to touch on some of the things I enjoy about the game it kind of fixed like my my ocd organization to like oh time to pick up all the weeds time to pick up all the shells oh here are my objectives time to pick these bugs oh the museum's built gotta go hand everything it's everything everything is so satisfying because you know i think that's i kind of got over my uh there is no end game no end goal because you just focus on the little goals it's like oh all i need to do today is do these little objectives and oh i built the museum and i gave him 30 uh iron nuggets which is way too much by the way that was way too difficult it's a bad it was a bad goal (laughs) um should have been 20 or 15 
Um, but I did that and I was like, okay, my day's done. I played, I played what I wanted to, and I can let the next day go on. It's, it just brings a smile to my face and it, it never upsets me, which I was deciding between buying that and doom eternal and which are totally sounds like a game that'll upset you. <laughs> I, it was either. Do I play a game that will reduce my, my stress and anxiety about everything going on? Or do I play a game where I fuel my anger with the stress and anxiety of what's going on around me? Uh, and I decided the peaceful one. I was considering like, buying MLB the show because <laughs> I have no baseball. And that was going to be the only way I was going to cope. That's a I valid way to do that. Just, just do I, CPU uh, versus CPU. Well, did either of you I see? I just want to watch it. I just want to watch. Uh, Zach. I want to watch something I don't know the outcome of and can't control. Zach, uh, you're wearing. Who knows what will happen tomorrow in Animal Crossing, Zach? You're wearing your blue shirt. <laughs> did you see that the Blues official Twitter account tweeted a NL, uh, NHL 2K stream of them playing the Predators and posted like it was a real game? <laughs> uh, I did not. But I love that they're so good. You can go watch it. Spoiler alert they win five to three. I don't know. Yeah. Current, I don't know what the current plan is, but I'm gonna be pretty pissed if the Blues don't play in the playoffs because we're best team in the Western Conference again, and it looked like we had is a that, good chance. Whatever. Beside the point. Go ahead, Zach. What is it gonna take to get you to buy Animal Crossing? If you Venmo me dollars, <laughs> I will buy Animal Crossing with it. I will Venmo you ten, sir. Not quite <laughs> at my goal yet, but if everyone in that double cheeked up. If everyone in that double-cheeked up group chat Venmo's me $10, I'll go buy the game. Zach, the thing that pisses me off, Zach, is that the excuse you give is like, oh, I'm saving up for concerts. Guess what, buddy? There are none. There's <laughs> no fucking be. concerts anymore. They're going to be, they're going to come back in a flurry. They're going to come back Zach, you can make that $60 time. back in a year by the time concerts come back. Brian, let me, let me, let me break something down for you, Buster. Um, <laughs> I, I want to get a cool internship this summer. That was my plan. Uh, Plans are now being tossed to the wayside. Yes. Uh, I don't like my odds of being hired as like a strategic communication journalism film student for advertising or for like a local production company. I don't like those odds at all right now. Zach, yeah. um, do you want to go to a concert where people are chanting for 1241 to be played? I don't think so. I don't want to. I don't. I was never going to buy a Gambino <laughs> ticket. That was never on the. T- do you want to buy a game where they read fish and bu- uh, bug puns? Yes. Yeah. I want to play a game where I can pitch as Jack Flaherty of the St. Louis Cardinals and feel like he still exists. I'm shocked that the group chat hasn't broken you down. Everyone, yeah. it's all oh, we talk about. It's been breaking me, just not breaking me down. <laughs> I mean, it's like I have to open it. You get never has this group chat that I love with all my whole fucking heart and soul. Except in you, there. uh, to be and, named but, person who wants to be on the podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, she's she's got some pretty shit opinions about Taylor Swift that we can't get into right now. But um, yeah, I mean, I I every I used to love seeing that group chat name pop up on my screen. <laughs> I was like, oh, what shenanigans are we getting into today? And I'll like, I'll open it. And then, and then I'm like, oh, what a surprise. They're talking about the same game they've been talking about for the past three days straight. Zach, Zach, and then, I don't think. Yeah. Have you muted Zach. it yet? Have I muted? No, because uh, I, I feel like one day you guys will tire yourselves out. You'll get tuckered out. And you'll you'll move on to another topic in which Zach, it's, where I can Zach, engage. Zach, Animal Crossing is the only engage is the only communication we really have right now as a society. I 
Well, I had a bunch it reminds, of people. So, it reminds me of one of my favorite jokes is that the only way you can communicate without the government reading your messages is you have to shoot messages in the uh, like walls on Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> I, you know, like my, I think my favorite, this will be my closing Animal Crossing statement, is that I think it was like day after launch or two days because everyone was able to visit. So that means everyone had the airport. Uh, I, ha- I have my beach set up where I have like a hammock on it and like a bunch of chairs around a bonfire so we can all hang out. And I, <laughs> my friend, she dresses up as like an old woman and she has like face paint on that <laughs> looks like wrinkles. Like she's customized face paint to look like that. And she lays down on it and you look like a dead person. Like your hands go across <laughs> your, your hands go on your chest and your eyes closed. And we all, we all went around her and all, like all our characters, like all, we all use the phone app to communicate. Cause like, you type on the phone app and it comes up in the game and it's like, she's dead. And we all, we, we did like a 20 minute bit where, where this old woman had died and we were just talking about, it. I'm like, this is the improv I miss. You know, I I've run, we've run out. I haven't seen a fucking human in a week. <laughs> it, it really did come at the perfect time. My, the friend I mentioned who got the switch, she went to a Best Buy. She went to like three different stores before she found a store that wasn't sold out of Switches. But the Best Buy said they sold 30 Switches in two hours, which is insane. Yeah. Man, I'll be, I got to buy, I got to start playing my Switch. I have three games for it, two of which I've played. Get a fourth. Yeah, man, I haven't played Odyssey. I haven't even turned on Odyssey yet. Super Mario Odyssey. Just return it. Game Zach, credit. you fucking love gambling. There's no more sports. There's no more sports gambling. You're not going to get into... Zach, you can gamble in Animal Crossing. You can invest your entire fortune you e- in stocks and then lose it all. Do- <laughs> I've done it before in the old games, Zach. I've lost I do like hundreds of thousands of money. I do love money. gambling. I couldn't get enough of Gun Game on the original Black Ops and the wager matches. Oh my goodness. That's all- I felt alive That's all in my- the money out of the money i love hearing that shit <laughs> the did. only weapon i used in black ops gun game was the knife because it would set other people back we we used to play um we would oh, turn Lord, the knife we you would, probably did it to me multiple times without we, even knowing i was a future friend of yours we, we would turn the knife setbacks to 10 so it would set you back basically <laughs> and that's that's because it was basically one of my friends who was god at call of duty he's still incredible at the game and my and me and the other people were not near as good so it basically him getting so close and then us just tomahawking across the map to try to get him because it was tomahawks for 10 too so we just do that the entire game it was incredible that does that does sound fun you want to, okay on the topic of wagering and and why i don't do it as much as that you you want to hear something that I mean, you might not be able to relate to it on a personal level, but this the principle of it you you will relate to, okay, Brian? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm a avid fantasy baseball player. Uh, I've not, I'm in this league I'm with sorry. my brothers. Yeah. I'm in <laughs> I'm in this league with my brothers and their friends. So like all 28 to 33 year olds, and I'm the young in it. Um, and it's like a seventy dollar buy in and all that. So like there's twelve of us. So like it's pretty legit stakes. Uh, with money last season didn't go well for me um but what you can do if you see that things aren't going well for yourself is you can trade what good players you have for draft picks the upcoming season uh Mm. like better draft picks so you can improve your standing for the next season drastically by just completely selling out the rest of your current season uh cashing out folding Yes, folding. I uh, that's what I did last season, and I set myself up pretty fucking good 
for this season, this big ass league that I'm in. And I thought, okay, I might actually make 300 plus dollars because I, I folded last season threw my $70 in the trash can pretty much, uh, for a chance to do it this season. And now the draft would have been last night. Um, it's been postponed indefinitely as has the season. Um, and I, my fear <laughs> is that all of this will be for not, um, and a, a, and a U G H A T. Wait, did I spell not right? N A U G H T that not spelling. Um, all of right. it will be for nothing. Right. I should have said that. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's a, put me, left me in a position. Um, I feel a little empty inside because like I've had to take some ridiculing over the past few years in this league. And I thought this was the year it all turns around, baby. I'm going to wipe the, I'm going to shove their face in the concrete and this is it. And <laughs> you can and still it, do all of those things. I, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I do you think it won't everything. transfer over to next season? I don't know. I do not know. It's all very technical. Um, We'll see. Maybe we will do a season, but it'll be a shortened season, in which case anything can happen because it's a lot more fluky under a shorter period of time. I'm, I'm just scared. I, either way, that's just been weighing on my heart and my soul. Um, this damn virus. Yeah. Um, but yep. Okay. If you guys all Venmo me, I will buy Animal Crossing. And I'll, I will I'll see what island. I can do. Zach, if we can get this episode to a certain <laughs> listener count... Would you buy Animal Crossing? Oh, shit. What would that do for me? <laughs> Self-satisfaction. It would make all of us feel good. Zach, 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 Zach. I'll read out the numbers. I'll read out the numbers. I'll read out the numbers we're doing. <laughs> okay? I would love and I'll, I'll, perhaps, this will, perhaps this will motivate you. Yep. I don't think we should do this on air. I think this is just make us sad. <laughs> Why? No, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you guys... I don't want people to know how little people listen to us. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised, I think. Uh, what are you expecting? I don't know. 30. 30. 30? 30, huh? I mean, we, we used to be in the hundreds. I don't know where we're at now. Last episode, 71. Okay. Uh, episode before that, 91. Episode before that, hey, 89. We're, we're doing fine. What did fine. we say between 91 and 70 that lost us 21 viewers or listeners? I don't what know. I, I, and how can we not say it again? I think people... They all, they all liked Onward. I think it, it, it might be the issue. It was probably just I did everything too. going on. You drove them away with your negativity. <laughs> um, Zach, if we can get 200 listeners on this episode... I just don't think that's feasible. I, that's the whole point. You know what, is that Jake? we have to do something that Zach yep. agrees to. <laughs> you get 200 people to listen to this... On it. Oh, fuck, I really don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to buy the game. Because the thing is, listeners is just... Zach, I need you to agree to it before I make my upcoming comment. <laughs> No, he already agreed. Okay. He already said sure. So oh, all, I don't know. Some, someone doesn't need to finish the episode, right? They just have to start it. Oh, as you far as I can tell. No, I don't want to do know, it. I don't want to do it. I don't know where the numbers come from. It's it's fine. Uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of destroyed group chats, you know, Zach, you've really been desperate for any kind of uh, any kind of interaction in that group I've chat. And today, grasping. I've been grasping for something to hold on to. And today, one of our friends posted like a news article, like. Like it was like, oh, MCU fans can't decide what's worse, Iron Man three or Thor two. And I'm like, oh, well, Zach's the, gonna be so happy when he sees this. Oh, he's gonna the, be so. Uh, 
the official, I believe the official discussion is what is the worst MCU movie? Iron Man 3 yeah. or Thor 2? I would I would argue neither one. I, I don't um, think Hulk counts in most people's minds. Well, you know what? Even then, I'd argue Ant-Man and Iron Man 2 uh, at the very least. Uh, I would I'm say, I mean, both. I haven't seen Thor 2, so we're just going to confidently say that one's the worst. You haven't seen it? No, <laughs> you you skipped an MCU film. Yeah, I think I I think I had like a basketball game to watch that night or something. I don't know. It's been sitting on Disney Plus for ages now. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and then he bowed his head and said, "It is finished." <laughs> Zach wept. So Iron Man three is better. That's my take. <laughs> Yeah. Um Iron Man. Take- okay. Yeah. Um let me let me go off a bit here. Um Iron Man 3, the first two it's a frustrating one for me. Zach hates war veterans. Yep, that's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Thank you. Wait, were war that. veterans in that film? Iron Man Was is that a big- war veteran. Kinda, kinda. Uh all right. <laughs> Iron Man three, the first two thirds of it, I think, had the potential to be a top five at least MCU movie. Uh like now speaking back then it probably had the potential to be like top one for me um and then it takes a turn and the rest of it is so just cheesy and lame to me that i just i can't i can't get behind it and at a strong stance that some people do again the first two thirds are so good to me that i would never dream of putting it at as the worst but i just i don't get the the intense love people have for it so do you think it's better than thor 2 or worse than thor 2 I think on my I, now, if you recall, I wrote an MCU ranking list for MUTV last year. Plug it. It was a gargantuan uh, list, pretty long. I don't think many people read my list all the way through. They kind of pick and choose which ones they want to read about, which is fine. Um, if anything, I just do them for myself. So, like, anytime someone asks me something, I can just plug the list and be like, yeah, <laughs> fine. Uh, but I think I had, at the time, I wrote it before Endgame and Far From Home. So, there are 21 movies back then. I think I had um, Iron Man 3 at like 16 and Thor 2 at like 15. Ooh. So Thor 2 right ahead of Iron Man 3. Um, it's a bold take. I it's know, they're take. pretty close. I I am on the Thor 2 is overhated crowd and the Iron Man 3 is overrated by some crowd. As someone who know. knows uh, a lot about both movies, it's a hot take. Yeah, it's... I guess it's certainly a take. Um, I don't think either one of them are. They're definitely easily both bottom tier. Um, so, I mean, the thing with Thor 2, it's not really bold. It doesn't really do anything new with the character. But there's just still definitely enough. And the villain is like one of the most boring in the MCU. But, uh, I mean, I think everything. It has a lot more focus in Asgard compared to the first Thor, which was like majority on Earth. Thor 2 is pretty much up until the last 20 minutes like taking place in other worlds or whatever. Um, And so I enjoy that more. It's not a long one. Some MCU movies are pretty long. Thor 2 is pretty short. Uh, Loki's in it. So that's another plus. Iron Man 3 does not have Loki. So fuck off. Um, And also yeah, it's just... I just think it's the cosmic aspect of it is just a lot more enjoyable compared to just how much that last third of Iron Man 3 just kind of blows in my eyes. Uh, I know people are like, oh, cool, subverting expectations with with the Mandarin twist. But I just... 
I, I like being surprised by things, but when I thought what was going to happen is ex- way more interesting and cooler than what I got, I am not a fan of it, you know? So I, I like things surprising me, but I like the change to be even cooler, like something I never even would have saw coming. That's why I like, like, yeah, Ry- I that's why I like Rise of Skywalker so much. It just... It just did exactly what I wanted it to. I, I, I'm just mad now. Now I'm just mad in general. Uh, that's, I can't, I can't stop getting triggered. It's everywhere. Um, yeah. So I guess I don't want to ramble on too long, but yeah, Iron Man three and Thor two both bottom tier, but um, Thor two overall takes it for me over Iron Man three because Iron Man three's last third is just cringe to me. Brian, you got anything yeah. to say about these movies? I mean, I definitely agree that the last third of Iron Man 3 is cringe. I think I like it more than Thor 2. I don't really like either of them. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, everyone's opinion. I have a, a friend of ours says that Iron Man 3 is the best MCU film, and we don't need to get into that, but they're out can there. Can you... Wait a minute. Yeah, those people are um, out there. Can we rewind a second? Is it a friend that I know? Yeah, didn't... didn't did someone say that and did someone he wasn't being ironic like he wasn't trying to like purposely say something terrible like that he was no he no he has no i think he has that opinion that's his actual genuine thought i think you accidentally the best mcu film i think you accidentally filtered it out with the animal crossing content yeah no definitely oh no i let that sit he probably thinks i'm okay with that oh no i can pull up the quote if you want <laughs> you can. He's you, so misguided. You can give it to him after he, the show. He thinks. He so he said, "That's the best I'm MCU movie, not the best Iron Man movie." Brian's finding the, the exact quote oh, for us. If you think Iron Man three is better than Avengers one, now, three, and four, now um, I I may bleep out his name because I don't know if he wants us talking about him at all. Uh, well, okay. So that's gonna be like four beats for me to do. Let's stop saying his name. It makes it easier for me. Uh, fuck all of you. Iron Man three is my favorite movie of the MCU. LOL. Literally nothing you can say will change my mind. And I wasn't gonna Did tell you say him this. <laughs> I the LOL the LOL I thought triggered for me. Okay, he's clearly joking. Like, no, I've always interpreted LOL as like kind of mean. Like not like mean, but just like I'm I'm pissed. I'm ready to fight. You know what I mean? Oh, I am. Zach, you can't, um, nothing, nothing you can say will change his mind. Uh, this, I know this I, to be true. I feel, I wonder if he's seen Iron Man 3. Maybe that's what it he is. He loved Has Rise of Skywalker it? as well. Did he really? So I, this, I think you he guys strategically just, like, does not bring that up around me. <laughs> wow. Fascinating to think the more you know. Zach, you, we ask. I think you know a guy. You go to pop culture trivia with a guy, and then, and then he comes out. Out of nowhere, he stabs you in the back with a Rise of Skywalker is enjoyable and Iron Man 3 is the best MCU movie take. I don't know and if he loved like, it, I, but he liked I, it. Do I know you anymore? I... Did you love or like The Hunt, Zach? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the movie The President of the United States, I... 44th, 45th, <laughs> Donald J. Trump does not want you to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and now that, now that right there is a fast. Now, okay. Uh, full context. I believe it was after a mass shooting, right? Uh, where this became yeah. a thing. Uh, Hunt was scheduled to be released like a week or two after, and Trump used it as like a rallying cry to get the movie banned. Um, because apparently, like get it banned is just like fuck these guys, and they got scared. Yeah, uh, he was like, oh, this this movie has 
no place in our society type stuff. Um, um, I'm going to try and say this as delicately as possible. I'm not a big fan of people putting responsibility on art for the actions of others. Um, you know, I've probably seen all the same things that these psychos have. It's never made me want to shoot up a school. Uh, so I feel like it's more on you and not on the movie or the video game or the Eminem song that you're referring to, bro. Um, so that's, that's my quick stance on that. Um, so Hunt got delayed from its release last year to this year uh, once which, things died down a bit. Which um, was so weird. I know they were... Yeah, and then it proceeded to Because I watched the trailer. Right. Oh, no, I'll get into it. Oh, I'll get into it. (laughs) Oh, I'll get into it. I'm sure you're about to say what I'm about to say, Ryan. Uh, But, yeah, so after pleading from President Trump and just the political climate in general, it got delayed to this year. And then it got moved to just being released on demand for $20 once the coronavirus stuff hits, which makes sense. You can't – I don't know if they want to delay this movie again. The big blockbusters will – continue to get delayed because they, they they just won't make nearly as much of a profit on demand where it might be a smaller difference for a movie like this. Um, so the movie is about like rich liberal elites um, kidnapping like poor conservatives and hunting them uh, for fun. And it seems like it would be a movie that would help 45's case. Um, I, and it just makes me wonder if he knew the plot line, um, or, or maybe he did and just no one had ever, and this would not surprise me. No one had ever sat him down and talked to him about what a satire is. Um, okay. Hey, hey folks, connection dropped for a sec, but we're back. Zach, uh, hunt. Right, Hunt. Yeah, don't know where it got dropped off, but yeah, the gist of what I was saying is that Hunt is about the... the 45 got it pushed back by pushing for it, and it was kind of silly because I feel like it would have helped his case. But either way, um, movie is uh, kind of, you know, it's a very political, like, thriller movie, you know? I mean, it's a Blumhouse movie, which is known for horror, but it's more it's definitely more of a thriller, um, which is cool, branch out, whatever. Um but so I right first off, I liked it, liked it more than I thought I would. Um, I thought it was an enjoyable, fun movie. It reminded me a lot, a lot of Ready or Not. Um, Ready or Not's probably better. Um, but this one is it's got an awesome uh, lead star. Uh, Jake, you know her name better than I do. Something Gilpin. Betty Gilpin, uh, uh, star Betty of Glow. Gilpin. She's great in Glow. Yeah, so she's yeah, she's great. She's like the main character. Uh but it's got a lot of faces that like aren't stars, but you'll you might know their name, but you'll recognize them regardless. Um I think they do a good job of condemning these like elite people who are so full of themselves and like feel like they're better than other people while also not like portraying these overtly uh kind of bigoted uh, conservative. Some of them are bigoted. Some are not, uh, as like the complete victims in life or whatever. Like they don't generalize too much in that way, which is good. They, they make it more individual and personal to each character. Um, and I think they condemn things on both sides, Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, 
pretty well. Um, I think the conservatives, the way they portray them, are more realistic in some of the negatives. Then I think they go almost a little too over the top with how they portray some liberals. Like I don't like I I almost it's it's a conspiracy thing, but I'm like I don't think anyone's quite like at one point uh, a liberal one of the liberal elites when they're talking about what they're gonna do walks into a room and it's like hey guys are we ready or something like that and they're like did you did you say guys and the guy's like oh sorry I gendered it it's like no one points out when you say hey guy like that's I mean that's. That's a that's a little too hard on the satire or whatever, but I mean overall I think they do a good job of um, playing both sides pretty hard, um, and it's just a re- it's a fun movie to watch. Uh, it's pretty violent, and um, early on you uh, they kind of fake you out a few times with a few characters and stuff. But I mean I feel like early on I was a little worried that they weren't gonna die or like really go into how over the top they should make it. Um, but it definitely it kind of finds its its identity pretty early after that, and I kind of I really just really enjoyed it. It's not like a, I mean I'm never gonna be like wow what a great movie, but it was way better than I thought it would be. I think it's better than the reviews it's getting are. Um, so well, yeah, I guess I mean twenty dollars. I would recommend watching it if you get a group of friends together to split that cost. Um, it's a fun movie to watch with people, um, and I think it would be important, especially right now with all the trouble that movies are going through financially along with everyone else, obviously, uh, to try and support it if you can. Um, so yeah, that's my short review on the hunt. Well, I'm glad, um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, my family's talked about watching it. So I think, I think I'll um, I'd be really curious, uh, what you guys would all think if you guys eventually watch it. Ready for recommendations? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I'm starting. I'll start. Cause I think I ended last week. Um, a quick recommendation Two, well, one of them is going to be short because I don't know if I already talked about it. I finished the collection of short stories, Exhalation, by I think it's Ted Chang. He was the person who wrote the short story that Arrival is based off of. Um, the last few were incredible. Um, it's like when Black Mirror used to be really great. Um, is it not anymore, Jake? No, it's not. <laughs> um, I didn't watch season five. <laughs> it's The last two seasons have been a little rough, but the some of the last short stories were incredible. Um, really cool sci-fi topics. He gets really into the science of it to make sure that there's no holes in logic. And then he also writes the human side and how it would affect humans pretty well too. So uh, recommendation, exhalation, the book. And then recommendation, Mark Maron's new stand-up special on Netflix called uh, uh, Fun End Times, I think, or something like that. If you don't have time for 70 minutes to watch his whole stand-up, that's fine. Go to the last 20 minutes and watch his long last bit. Um, That's my recommendation Mark Maron's stand-up, specifically the last 20 minutes. Word, you can go, Brian. Uh, All right. So, you know, quarantine got me a lot of time, a ton of it, and I'm like, oh, what am I going to ruin my life with this time? Uh, Just show-wise, am I going to read another fucking manga? Am I going to watch something? Uh, And I settled on a... It just got to Netflix. I guess it's been coming out in Japan for a while. Um... The uh, it's a Netflix original, which I, I think they just means they paid for it. I don't think they fucking made it. Um, <laughs> don't know how that works. Uh, B stars, uh, it's pretty good. It's quite good. I, I would say very good. Even I think I'll continue reading what they have uh, after I finish what's there. The show. Uh, it, I think it came out before Zootopia, but it's kind of like Zootopia escalated to like a very almost like grotesque sense where like all the fucking animal people are very like 
it's not gross. It's just like, oh, this fucking animal. Basically, the con- I guess the concept would be Zootopia, but instead of all the animals not needing to eat meat, it's just like, oh, the for some reason, the tigers just don't need to. It's like, oh, like all the carnivores have like a kind of like deep primal desire and it gets oh. into like how like they're they're all trying to suppress it it's like weird okay like interesting th- they'll like dope on like a uh, rabbit blood or something it's just very like wow. uh, uh yes it, they really get into it it goes deep into the like weird lore of an animal society like zootopia was just like oh look at a little town for the small animals but this one's very like they're fucking going for it. And I love when stuff goes for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all oh, the animal students, depending on their species, have to like do like biology days. So all the fucking wolves go to a room with a big moon and they just bay at it because it's like instinctually like in them. It's just, I don't yeah. know. It's very good. It's on Netflix. Uh, check that out, I guess. If you if you don't have anything going on, I don't think anyone does. Uh, I liked it. I like it quite a bit. My recommendation is Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, it is. I mean, I do recommend you watch it if you haven't. Zootopia is um, good. Beastars is better. Um, <laughs> Zach, what's yours? Um, okay. Uh, oh, Shiza. I actually had it. Wait a minute. Okay. You did have um, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I rewatched a horror flick. Uh, in these trying times where I have a lot of time, I try to – I want to be a really – I love horror as a genre, so I try to be a cool horror aficionado by watching as many as I can. Um, and I watched a few this week. A couple I hadn't seen, uh, American Werewolf in London, one my dad had been bugging me to watch for a while, so I watched that with him. Then I watched a movie called The Wicker Man, which you can definitely tell Midsommar kind of played off of plot and tone-wise, and uh, a lot of it's very similar. But uh, the one I want to talk about is one that I knew I I had seen once before, probably when I was like 12, called, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of it, 28 Weeks Later, or 28 28 Days Later, 28 Days Later, the first one. Uh, 28 Days Later... Looks like it was shot on a VHS little camera like that families would have to film birthdays in the 90s. Um, but it's just a low-budget movie. But it for that, it is so awesome. Uh, like, rewatch it. I remember thinking, like, yeah, it was good. So I rewatched it because I love zombie movies too, and it's kind of like that. But I think this is, like, the first movie where the infected or whatever people are running from in the genre, like, they're fast. Like, they're really fast. Like, they sprint after you. Um, where zombies usually are just like, you know, like drudging or whatever, not at quite as scary, but this was like, it's a scary movie, but also it's just really, really well acted and really, really coolly directed by Danny Boyle. Uh, and I think I watched it on Netflix or Hulu. Either way, it was free somewhere. I don't remember which one it was free on, on one of the streaming platforms, but yeah, my recommendation is to watch 28 days later if you haven't seen it. Cause nice. it's honestly one of my favorite horror films. It's awesome. Um, is that it? Is that all we got, folks? Yeah, that's it. Uh, we will next week. We will we will be watching uh, something. Uh, we'll put up a poll on our Twitter, uh, and y'all can vote on what we should watch and talk about next week. With content being so uh, slow, uh, help us get this episode to two hundred. So Zach needs to buy Animal Crossing. Uh, be kind to others. Is that it, folks. You know, st- stay the fuck home. Uh, seriously, yeah. you know, just just that's listen. another recommendation. Yeah, just listen to this episode on repeat forever. Uh, don't leave the house. It's very... Yeah, don't be you know, I'm stupid. serious, guys. Don't be stupid. Social distancing is real. Uh, please, Social distancing, kind of a weird term. Uh, what they should be saying, don't fucking leave the house. Please, I'm begging you. The, the longer uh, you stay home, the... I wouldn't say necessarily the quicker, but the better everyone will be off, and hopefully the quicker that this will all be over, so... Yeah. Uh, so... 
you know, do that. Be kind to others if you're interacting with any at all. Uh, we'll get through this. Ha have a good week.